everyone, this is Carolee. And this is Daniel. And this is the After Hack Podcast, and we are coming to you from Brooklyn, New York. And this is a special edition in light of recent political turmoil that has happened in this country. We just figured we might not be a political show, but we do I support and talk with a lot of people who have a lot of emotions about what happened as a result of the election. We wanted to take a moment and use our platform to talk about how this might affect us as artists. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, you've seen the slew of organizations and things that you should be donating to. There are also some lesser known ones. Maybe they're not lesser known, but like I hadn't heard of them until today. Have you heard of the Courage Campaign? No. Harris recommended it. So it's based out of California, and their three things are economic justice, human rights, and corporate and political accountability. And they're apparently a pretty jazzy organization. You can actually check out a website that I created for the occasion called wheretogofromhere.org, and that will have a full list of the organizations that we talk about today, meetup groups, and elections that you should know about and when to vote. Podcast alum Sean, he and his brother-slash-partner helped create media to promote uh, an organization called Represent.us that is focused on getting money out of politics. And they do this in various ways, and it would be supporting a podcast alum as well. Yeah. Check it out. He's definitely reacting with a, we have to fight back. We can't just sit and be sad although it's okay to be sad (laughs) it is valid to be sad yeah but they're they're people that are um using their art in a great way in order to focus um their energies on something positive so that's really great the city company's executive director i believe put out a great note for artists about um inclusion about how creating work that's inclusionary creating work that is diverse is more important now than ever showing people the stories that humanize, that some people do not think of as humans, is very important. The broader the net we can cast in that is the better. I don't know if it's the Gay Men's Chorus of New York, but it's a Gay Men's Chorus, and they had a European tour scheduled, and they canceled the European tour, and now their tour is taking place in all of the red states. Oh, cool. um, Which I thought was... Really cool. That's amazing. I saw something with, you know, someone was like, don't move to Canada, move to a swing state. And I think, especially like what you were saying, it's like it's one thing for us to be doing this in New York and putting on pieces of theater or doing works of art. But I think it's really important for those people to do it in those swing and red states. Preaching to the choir. We're more like... Yeah, man, like, that's how I feel, too. Yeah, not that there aren't people who disagree with us in New York, but, you know. Right, we just stay away from that. (laughs) (laughs) We avoid them at all costs. She Should Run promotes and supports possible female candidates that want to get involved in public service. Yeah, and Emily's List does the same. Sweet. Specifically pro-choice women. I don't know if She Should Run is, like, that specific. What in the past almost week have you found to be the most comforting thing for you? Or where do you find comfort? Um... (laughs) Not a lot of places, actually. (laughs) There's that nihilist meme where, I don't know if you, whatever, if you follow them on Facebook, where the guy's like, what makes you happy? And there's a girl crumpled on the floor in the background going, I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. (laughs) That's perfect. 
I go back and forth because I sort of dove into like the Samantha Bees and the Daily Show and the John Oliver and and I think that's part of what led to my meltdown. But I was just <laughs> it wasn't that I was looking to laugh. Mm-hmm. I was looking for smart, funny entertainers to try and right. help that me had make a sense fresh of this. perspective. But I thought, I mean, I thought SNL did a really good job of bringing a freshness to it and like a sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say responsible, but like some kind of approach to it. That's like, we're, we're not going to ignore this and we're going to like blatantly state our side and... I was just so happy that it was Dave Chappelle hosting. Yeah. Because that man doesn't give a fuck. Right. And it was like, he was smoking his cigarette all through that entire episode. Mm. (laughs) It didn't matter what skit he was in. Like, I was just thankful that it wasn't some, I don't even know if Justin Bieber has ever even hosted, but somebody like, I'm glad it wasn't someone that I think is fucking stupid. Right. (laughs) I've been listening to a lot of music that I listened to in college, actually. Really? Um, yeah, because it sort of reminds me when um, John Kerry lost. And <laughs> <laughs> Being in Louisiana when the country was led under a Republican that I did not agree with at all, it felt very different. And yeah. we kind I kind of got used to... Yeah, there are a lot of crazies in this country, and there are a lot of not crazy people that I just disagree with. But I felt like, in the end, there was somebody looking after us, and that we were getting better. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's scary to me to think that we could go backwards and how far will we go backwards. Not that there wasn't a whole lot of subversive art going on in the past eight years, but I'm excited to see what will come out of it. Like what response it gets out of artists that I really respect that I think maybe have been in a comfortable place for a little while. Absolutely. I mean, I think if Hillary would have gotten elected, I would have set sort of back and been like, my girl's got me. Like, right. I don't have to worry about We're it. Like, continue. at the end of the day, like, she's got us covered. And this is making me learn things that I never had any interest in learning before. It's pushing me to know more about how things work. And I think there's definitely power in that. And I think it's also it's also figuring out, though, how to make the people understand that I don't agree with make them understand how it works too. Like a part of me is like, I just want to tour the country and talk to people. (laughs) And then the other part of me is like, but that's scary. Yeah. You know, I think that neither of us know a whole lot about very local politics. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we should care more about and that we should be more focused on. Um, I think that I myself rely on, like smarter, more engaged people to sort of tell me what's going on. Oh my god! A lot absolutely. of the time, <laughs> I want to be more confident when I when I'm addressing somebody that doesn't agree with me. That I can exactly. know what I need to say and know that what I've heard is right, not just what's what I've heard. I feel exactly the same way. You know, I was looking through your website and <laughs> um, and I was thinking and I was sort of um, I you know, whatever started googling some things. And it took me to Ballotpedia. Yeah, that's a really good site. Which is an amazing resource. Like you can look up individual senators and and congressmen and know know what their history of service is, what their voting history is, what are the issues that they've made important to them. Because I was looking up the um, the Louisiana and the, the runoff, runoff for the Senate. Yeah, and Foster the, Campbell and John Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, which was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's why I feel like there's a chance. It was so funny because I was looking, I was using Ballotpedia as a source for that Google Doc that I shared. Mm. Do this with everything. And so it was one of those things where I was like feeling a lot of grief and I was like making an Excel sheet will make me feel better. And it did, it did for a time. And uh, just sort of mapping out who our Congress people are and what their views are. And Ballotpedia was a huge mm-hmm. source that I used. I found myself, I couldn't do too many Republicans in a row <laughs> because it would be like, Strongly opposes gay marriage. Strongly opposes a woman's right to choose. And I was, like, relieved when I found a Republican that just opposed it. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't wasn't strongly. Like, I'm like... But then, you know, it made me feel better. I'd do a string of Democrats, and Mm -hmm. they had our back for the most part. So I found one Republican who believed in the Green Energy Initiative, and I was about to, like, burst into (laughs) tears. I was like, hello. It's funny how hardline everyone is. When I think about myself, there aren't many liberal things that I disagree with. Yeah. I'm kind of like a hardline Democrat... Yeah. For the most part. It's interesting to find people that sort of skirt that line. And you know what's another thing that I would I would say to people, because I was telling this to my mom, her local Democratic Party is led by very disorganized people, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a mess that has turned a lot of people away from that, and so they're not as active. So something that I would recommend to people who feel frustrated, and if that's the source of it, start your own thing. Like, you don't have to be competing Democrats, but... You could have meetings that actually happen and on time. You know, it can be a different name or whatever. Don't let other people's incompetence scare you away from doing the right thing Mm -hmm. or from taking action. And if you're on campus, there are probably a lot of organizations that are already meeting that aren't necessarily the Democratic Party or the Republican Party that are talking about the issues that you care about. There is a huge march happening after the inauguration, if you haven't already read about it. The Million Women March? Yes. But it is not exclusive to women. <laughs> They're like, we just want at least a million women, but we want the fellas too. So I have this conversation with my husband a lot as far as protests go. And at first, in the in the day right after Trump was elected, I, you know, I thought, these people are protesting. It's like, I support it, but like, I don't get it. It doesn't do anything. And then on Friday, I was like, I got to get on the streets. <laughs> Obviously, the idea is to show the administration that there are a lot of people who have a lot of emotions but I think if anything it's it's cathartic for the people who are walking just to feel like they're part of a larger span and not like they're alone. I mean I guess for our listeners it's exactly what you said it's like now is the time to create art that celebrates diversity and when I was in college we went to the chair of our department and We asked them, because the main stage space was dark for the summer, we said, hey, we want to do a show. What do you think? And they said, yes, here's your budget. Get her done. Because the space is sitting empty. Um, And if you think that your university or someplace close to you has a black box or something that nobody's using and you want to put a show together, ask them. Especially if it's a big school, use those state funds. Yeah. Do something radical and do something fun while you can. And that was one of the most rewarding shows I've ever done. What show was it? It was Aerial View. Oh my god, that's how that happened? Yeah. I was going to say, a group had done it the summer before uh, with American Girl Cheese. I don't know if you saw that. Because the space was just sitting there, and they had this money left over, and whatever. Well, they threw $300 our way and yeah. let us use the grid. So while you're in school, while you're in this cushy situation, see if there's some extra money lying around. 
Do a show. Do a show. Well, there are a lot of resources that you can use in this very complicated time. You're going to continue to add more to the website. Yeah, so where to go from here.org. It grows every single day. If you're interested in contributing to said website, please email us to info at where to go from here.org. I'd love to have you. I'm flying solo right now, so <laughs> and it's all like from a positive place and don't listen to the This American Life episode. The sun will come up tomorrow if you're not at an emotionally stable place. Oh, God. Because I listened to it this morning, and they, they interview people from both sides. And, and this was put out on Sunday. Yes. So everything's okay. real fresh. Uh-huh. Okay. They interviewed a Muslim girl in New York City. She said she stopped wearing her hijab because a day or so after the election in New York City, these guys were sort of making fun of her. And she felt very vulnerable. And so she went and she she shopped for certain hats mm-hmm. that would make her feel... Like, yeah, she was still covered, but she was camouflaged. That destroyed me. So it's, I just can't imagine being someone in this country that feels right now like they have to be on high alert. They have to hide in public. One of their producers, (laughs) this is when I just reenact the episode of this. (laughs) He went ahead and applied for citizenship and the mom decided not to. And she said, she said, sweetie, I think the American experiment is over for me. Oh my god! If, if pick and choose your your media outlets right now, just because <laughs> things might be too fresh and too real. Right. So. And people, I think people feel differently about the safety pin oh, initiative. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You know, I don't want to discredit anyone that feels patronized by it. I mean, that seems legit as well. I didn't realize that people did feel patronized by it. Yeah, I've had I've I've heard a couple of. Like, thanks, but no thanks. Or like, oh. why don't you actually do something instead of just wearing a pin? Mm. To put it harshly. But I think that any show of solidarity is a good thing. And I think, well, maybe in New York City, but maybe more importantly in somewhere that Trump supporters are more prevalent, Yeah, um, some people want to stand out in that way. I think as long as what you're doing is from a good place... And with respect. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. One of the only silver linings I can see is that this is going to band a lot of people together and a lot of really good-hearted, caring people together. We just encourage you to be part of that group, and we'll all just figure it out together. And make some art about it. Let us know about it. We'll come see it. If there's any kind of initiative that you want us to promote on the website... We would or love that. if there's any kind of pictures of shows or pic- paintings that you've done or anything like that. Yeah, any artistic expression, especially around the uh, election. We have a dog that currently has a spoken word piece. Uh, anyway. We'd love to hear from him. Yeah, so uh, email us at podcast at classactorhack.com. Check out the website. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and like us on Facebook. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please go out there. Get involved any way you can. Volunteer. Make art. Be a nice person just don't run away from what's happening right now bye everyone bye